Hi there, everybody. I'm Jack Church, and this is my podcast, The Jack Church Show. Thanks for joining me. Of course, you may also be watching us via our YouTube channel as well, also called The Jack Church Show. Now, if you're watching on the video portion of the program, you can no doubt see behind me a big church steeple back there. I'm in the parking lot of what is considered by some maybe a, I'm not sure it would be a mega church, but it's a big one. And there are a lot of these big, large churches all around the Nashville, Tennessee area. Now, I come to you today with one of the more difficult topics that I've uh, been asked to talk about. I've had a few emails about this, and it has to do with our place in the church. Now, my name is Church. Seems like a natural fit, right? Well, first of all, I want to let you know that my lovely bride and I, Pam, along with our kids, were always very active in the local church. And I mean, we moved all over the country, so church was always kind of our connecting point to the community. We always went there and got involved. We didn't just fill a spot in the pew. We wanted to help out leading maybe in Sunday school with adults or kids. We did outreach programs, all those good things. We met a lot of wonderful people over the years, made a lot of very dear friends. Well, then, as you well know, in 2019, Pam up and went to heaven. Not exactly what I was hoping for, but God had other plans. And in that second year, we were still living in the Medford, Oregon area. And I've talked about before on some of the other shows how it seemed that the church kind of went quiet on me after she passed because I had been now uncoupled. But I continued to go to church and uh, as much as we could during the COVID and the pandemic, so to speak. However, I will tell you, it was certainly a different worship experience, but still it was okay because I saw familiar phases and people would still say hi to me and things like that. Well, now in 2021, it's a year of first for me. I've moved to a brand new community and doing all kinds of things for the first time by myself. And one of those tasks is to find a new house of worship, a new place to attend church. And Some of you watching may or may not be uh, believers of the type that want to go to church. And again, that's not the idea of this is to try and convert anybody. Everybody's entitled to their own beliefs and such. But we always enjoyed church. I am a Christian and I like to go. Well, it's about a couple of weeks ago, I met a young lady in a uh, shopping area that I was uh, in. And you know me, I strike up conversations with people. And she proceeded to tell me that uh, her husband had left her a couple of years ago with two children. And uh, I don't know, one thing led to the other. We started talking about my podcast. Then we got to the subject of church. And I asked her, I said, well, how has church been? She goes, well, she says, after my husband left me, I uh, left the church that we were in because it just didn't feel like home anymore. So I started visiting other churches, she said. And she said, you know what? I have never felt more lonely or isolated than when I would attend other churches. She said, I finally gave up. I just quit going. She says her and the kids will do a little in-home worship. And she has some kids' Bible studies and things like that. And I told her, I said, I'm so sorry. I said, "I I wish that was not the experience you're having. I said, I know my wife and I too always enjoyed church. Well, roll forward. It's time now for me to visit some churches. And mind you, I've only had a chance to go a couple of times so far. But boy, oh boy did I see what she meant. When you're visiting church as a single person, whether you're single or divorced or like me, widowed, it's a different experience. You're walking into a church that is filled with couples and families. The leadership is generally couples and families. 
the programs are geared around couples and families. Now, the one area is young adults, young singles. There seems to be some connections that are made there. But beyond that, it's a tough road. It truly is. Here's my example. I've gone for the last couple of weeks to a fairly large church, and even in the middle of the pandemic, they are doing in-person worship, worship services. It's a sanctuary that probably seats six, 700 people, and only a couple of hundred. There's social distancing, and I get all that. But over the course of the two Sundays that I visited, not a single person has reached out to me or spoke to me. Not one word. Now, mind you, I say hi to people as I'm coming through, and that's about it. I have watched and observed some couples who have come to the church that I've visited a couple of times, and people come up and talk to them. It's usually other couples. I've seen the pastoral staff come up to people, introduce themselves. Now, let me tell you something that I used to do that used to just, uh, <laughs> it kind of irritated my wife, but she also appreciated it as well. We might be visiting a church, and if nobody was speaking to us, I would walk up to people and go, hi, are you visiting? They go, no, we're members here. I go, well, I'm a visitor. I'm Jack. What's your name? always caught them off guard. Well, I haven't done that yet, but what I am learning is that church can be a lonely place for the single, the divorced, and the widowed. Now, let's say you're looking for a way to get plugged in, and I've been looking into that. It's a little hard. I've seen lots of programs where I saw one enrich your marriage for couples. I saw a young singles group, but I was thinking you know what churches need to have? Or maybe we just need a separate church that is just for single, divorced, and widowed people. And it's led by a single person. Maybe a divorced person and a widowed person are part of the staff as well. Because you know the old saying, you don't know what I've been through until you've been in my shoes. And I don't. I readily admit that all the years Pam and I were in church, I'm sure there were people around us who were widows and widowers, and we knew of them. Lots of times it was older people who had been in the church for a long time, so they transitioned into their groups and still had their circle of friends. But what about new people who may have visited who were single, who were uncoupled? Did we notice them? Did we talk to them? I like to think, I know Pam always was good at spotting these people and making them feel welcome. But even beyond that, then what does the church have to offer? And I know church isn't a social club. It's all about worship. And we can do that standing right here in the parking lot. But those of us who are single, divorced, and widowed, we need that fellowship more than ever because we don't have anybody at home to go home to. Now, maybe you've got some kids and that's good, but you know, you can't depend on your kids to be your, your friends for the rest of your life. At some point, we're gonna be out there on our own as well. So I'm just putting it out there. Maybe it's something to think about. Maybe you're a church leader and you're watching this. You're probably married and you're thinking, wow, never thought about that. Should there be a program? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I would love to be in a group with some singles, some divorced folks and widowed folks. We would all feel very comfortable with each other. We're all facing some of the same issues of navigating life and moving forward in a, as a single person now in what is generally a couple's world. And again, we're not talking about a grief support group or the retiree group. We're talking about people like us who still go to work for a living, who are still maybe in college or graduate school or something like that, still raising kids. There needs to be a place for us. 
and we shouldn't have to look outside the church. I think I know now why so many singles end up going the bar scene and things like that. Because I'm going to tell you, I meet tons of people outside of church every day in my new community here in the Nashville area. Today alone, I met and talked with about six or eight different people. I was out on a hiking trail. I was in a local restaurant. It just seems like people are incredibly approachable outside of the church. Now, it shouldn't be that way, should it? No, the church should be a place where we make connections. And I will tell you, though, back when I was a couple with Pam, with the kids, it was, it was great. But now, honestly, kind of sucks. But I'll keep trying. I will. And I'm enjoying meeting a lot of people out there outside the church. Maybe eventually there'll be somebody inside the church. So my message is, keep on keeping on. Keep trying. Keep pressing forward best you can. And who knows? Maybe I'll start that church. The church of the single, the divorced, and the widowed. You know, Jesus never married. And I think there's also some scripture where he talks about in some cases, unless the right person comes along, it's better to be single. But at the same time, Jesus never met a stranger. Jesus always went up and talked to people. So again, if you're in a church and you're watching this, look around the next time you're there. I did this last Sunday. I looked around the sanctuary. Out of a couple of hundred people, I counted three of us. There were three individuals that it was very noticeable. We were by ourselves in areas. The rest of the church, couples and families all bunched up together, all having great conversations. I enjoyed the worship experience, but so far as meeting folks, it just didn't happen. That's about it for now. So uh, again, keep moving forward. That's all we can do. We have to, don't we? Yes, indeed, we do. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Be sure to share this with others who you think might benefit as well. Until we see you next time, let's make it a great day. And you know what? A better tomorrow. Bye now.